this is where I, I get like giddy. Right. And it's like, just saying that when you say like embody your sexual power, like the energy of like turning on and like flirting a little bit, like you get that like giggly. It's like, <laughs> like it's so juicy. And we're, we're taught to shut all of that down. We're taught to cover up our body and in covering up our body, it's not really about the physical body. It's about, you know, I need to follow everyone else's rules. Yeah. I need to make sure that I'm like acceptable and I'm not, um, you know, sticking out in a crowd kind of, and that I'm not getting too much attention, um, because attention is dangerous or, um, or I shouldn't want attention is another one. Like I, I need to hide myself because it's wrong to want attention, which is really just connection. And so really like waking ourselves back up. And, you know, when you tap into that soul place and you tap into your womb energy, then like we talked about being able to step into your power more and then that allowing that creative sexual energy to actually flow through your body. And in my, in my work and in what I believe is that our sexuality is who we are and how we relate to other people. Mm -hmm. And so sexuality isn't part of a relationship. Right. You, it's not like I have a relationship with this person and then there's part of it that's sexual. Your sexuality is all encompassing and every relationship has a varying degree of what we think of as sexuality. Right. So, you know, you might, you might hug someone and that's, you know, an intimate touch or, you know, the way that, I mean, mothers birth their babies out of their vaginas and like, it's, it's a very intimate relationship. It's a very, it's a very sexual, it's not erotic and it's not inappropriate. It's very sexual and it's, you know, nursing a baby is a very intimate, you have an erect nipple and there's bodily fluid exchange. And when we start to just see the power of sexuality and let it be a really beautiful part of just the nature of who we are, then it becomes really fluid and it becomes more comfortable because in every interaction, you're not in this hypervigilant state of what's okay, what's not okay. And we can come from choice instead. Am I enjoying this? Does it feel good? What do I desire? How do I want to relate to this person? And, and it becomes really like clear that way. The energy is really clear instead of constantly like, Ooh, I don't know what that person's going to think of me or, you know, how I'm being judged or how I'm being perceived. Yeah. <clears throat> I love how you talk about sexuality and not just relationships, it's communication and how mm-hmm. it's kind of the feminine and the masculine energy that, you know, penetrating the receiving and going back and forth. And, um, and that's true even in communication with your children. Again, sexuality with children not inappropriate it's just a conversation and we're not talking about sex we're just yeah wanting right and um getting that connection with our kids and it, it's easy so easy to lose connection especially with those who you love the most because like yeah they'll be there when i get done right and it's mm. so yeah staying connected that soul to soul out of judgment everything just is everybody noticing what's going on and is and in choice is this what we want right the other thing i talk about is your thoughts my thoughts our thoughts 
So put my thought in the center and then you put your thought in the center and then we'll take a look at our thoughts and then we'll mix them up and we'll alchemize them for lack of better words, right? That's probably yeah. And then, and then now we know where each other stands and now we, now we're in choice again. Now we can mm. choose a different choice. When you're working with trauma victims, they think that, that, you know, they're all their choices are going to affect you. And that's like, no, I can take care of myself mm. and I can make my own choices. You get to that's let so, that's so choices. true. Yeah. yeah. I I've noticed that, um, something that will kind of, it's hard to offend me or really bother me, but sometimes there are communication patterns I'll see in different people, you know, across different people's um, styles of communication. I'd be like, oh my gosh, that, that drives me crazy. So when somebody's like, oh, you know, I'll let you get back to work. Yep. Like that kind of thing where you're like, I can, I'm a big girl, yeah. you know, or they're like, are you sure that we can do that? Like, I want to make sure that you have time for your family this week. I'm like, I'm pretty sure that that's my responsibility and not yours. Yeah. So noticing where we do that too, yeah. where like we're not taking responsibility for our own choices and just saying like, I need to go. Instead of saying, I'll let you get back to work, say, I need to go now. Yeah. You know, instead of saying, I want to make sure you have time for your family, like you accept the gift of that person's time and say, thank you so much for making me a priority this week. That's, you know, if I spend time, I think we're going into the next one. <laughs> No, invest your energy you know you're you know okay i need to get going is what your real thought is maybe you know and yeah. like, i'll let you get back to your family it's like you just projected your shit on somebody else we don't <laughs> do that in your life right it's a good chance yeah. and where where i like where i invest my energy where i do that is intentional so if i make time for somebody it's not I'm not doing that flippantly. It's because I want to see that person and it's because I want to spend time with them. And so when somebody rejects that, like when they're like, oh, well, I don't want to like be an inconvenience to you or something. Yep. It's, it's a rejection of what I'm wanting to give to that person. Mm -hmm. So yeah, all of this, um, just being aware of how we communicate those things. And like you were talking about in parenting, I mean, I'm always you know, I parent my children like, <laughs> like they're adults. Like I would just talk to an adult mm -hmm. and it's, it's actually beautiful. I've realized how communicating with my kids like that allows them to actually be children. Yeah. Like we think that like, oh, if I'm, if I communicate with my kids in a way that's like above their level, mm -hmm. then I'm going to be like putting too much responsibility on them or that it's, you know, that it's too much for them to handle. And I have always spoken to my kids as autonomous beings that get to make their own choices. Yes, and, I, and, I'm the, <laughs> and I'm the guide, right? I get to say, well, here are the choices. Like, let's talk about the options. Let's talk about possible outcomes and consequences right. and which outcomes and consequences you're willing to kind of take a risk for. Um, because we have to do that as an adult. Yeah, there are choices, there are choices that we make, there are choices that I make that I'm well aware. There are like, here's some, cons might be these consequences. Maybe I might lose this friend, maybe I might lose out on this opportunity, whatever it is. Yeah. Um, and I'm, okay, I'm at peace with those consequences should it happen. And yeah. so that's what I teach my kids is like, well, you know, my son wanted to know what putting your middle finger up was. and you know, we had a, we had an at length conversation about 
what that means and that it's probably not going to change today or tomorrow, no matter how hard you want it to change. Cause in his opinion, it's just a finger and why do people have to make meaning out of it? Um, not, not my son at all. Um, <laughs> and you know, so we had to talk about like, well, here's why I choose not to do it. Cause I don't want to get punched in the face or kicked out of a restaurant or store. Ooh, nice. And you know, I had to tell him like, this is the reason I don't find the pleasure of making that gesture to be enough to justify those possible <laughs> consequences. Um, and I just told him, you know what, if this is really important to you, if this is something that is really important, then we can think about what it would take to change that. And I'm just going to let you know, there are a lot of people in the world that think this way. So if you want to change that, you have to be committed to doing the work because it's going to be a lot of work, yeah, <laughs> you know, so teaching them again, where do you want to invest your energy? Like yeah. if this is something super important to you, yeah. let's do it. But if not, then like, don't do it because you might suffer these consequences. And yeah. I've got, as your mother, I'm here to tell you, <laughs> this, is, this is reality right now. Yeah. Um, and so it's beautiful because then I said, is that something that's really important to you? And he was like, no, <laughs> no, I know, right? no way. But he yeah. felt really empowered then. And you know, no amount of like explaining or like yeah. telling yeah. him why that was the rule, like yeah. telling him why it was the rule did nothing. He just kept pushing back and pushing back. Why, yeah. why, 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 why? <laughs> that's so funny. Yeah. And that, well, you taught him how to, do the inner work of letting go, right? You took yeah. him there. I love it. And then you celebrate, right? You celebrate like crazy. I love that. <laughs>